0: You're listening to Friarside Chats, and I'm your host, Emma Miller. This week, I'm sitting down with Father Mike for a short chat on self image. From how we describe ourselves to others to our effortlessly perfect peers at Duke, we've got some great stuff planned for you guys today. Are you excited, Father Mike?
1: I'm always excited. Any opportunity to sit in a sound booth with you and talk <laughs> about great topics uh, is great. I was just trying to think, what number episode is this? Six. Is- this is six? Yeah. All right. I know. It feels like I'm 60 or something. Now. I feel like we've been doing this forever. So. <laughs> we
0: will have to do a special episode for episode 10. 10, yeah. Oh, our, our first 10th, decade. Our 10th,
1: our 10th anniversary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Pot anniversary, I think it would be. Um, you're good. Always mm-hmm. creative. You are. Good. <laughs> Cheesy creative. That's all right. Yeah, but so today uh, I want to talk about self-image. Uh, it's something that we work on one-on-one with students all the time, or at least I know I do. I imagine I do you, get Absolutely. It. you get a lot of that too. So we know by this point um, that there are a lot of common themes and kind of hang-ups and some common solutions and ways to rethink the self-image stuff. Um, so how do you feel about that?
1: Well, I'm excited about the topic. I think um, a lot of times there's... Um, Um, there's probably more in it than maybe oftentimes students or even I forget about talking about students just talk about myself that you know it's tough sometimes to be open talking about how I view myself Mm -hmm. you know that um, am I being too proud am I being too humble am I am I accurate you know um, all those things I think um, are are they're tough, but I I think there's great stuff in this topic, so I'm excited. To, uh, yeah. I'm excited to talk about it. So,
0: well, on a let's start on a lighthearted note. Can mm. we talk about nicknames?
1: Yeah, you know, talk about uh, a topic that sort of reflects self image as sometimes imposed upon us. you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember, uh, I know. Um, oftentimes, people have nicknames that. Uh, that they love and then they're, I think most people probably don't like their nickname. I, I don't know, I probably should do a poll or something to find that out. But What yeah.
0: is your, like, your well, preferred I, nickname and your most loathed nickname? Well, you know,
1: it's interesting, here at Duke, some of the students, not, not all, I, I I see it, I hear it less and less. So I think when I first got here, um, I started to be called, I was being called Fromi, mm-hmm. F-R-O-M-I, Fromi. And I think where they, well, I know where it came from. My predecessor, Father Joe Vetter. They called him Frojo, yes,
0: and so we did. <laughs> I, that
1: was some goofy student probably made that up, and and so when I came, they just morphed that into because. Father Father Mike, right? mm-hmm. Fro Mike, from Fro Mike, Fro me. So um, so some students still call me that. I think some students call me that. they have no idea why they call me. That. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's fine. I, I could yeah, that that doesn't bother me. But I do remember, as a kid, uh, I went through a, a like a, maybe a. Uh, A little bit of a uh, stage, maybe I was eleven or twelve or ten or something like that, where where I was a a little chunky, and and some kids, I think it was one kid in my neighborhood started calling me doughboy.
0: Oh Oh, no! Huh? Yeah. That's terrible. That was awful.
1: Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. So, but no one called. Or even before that, I used to have a (laughs) a doughboy. Imagine that. And then before that, um, I used to have a buzz cut as a kid, and my sisters would love to rub my head, you know, the hair on my head, just that, that kind of, yeah. and, and uh, they would call me Fuzzy Muffin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good one. We might have got, to reprise that yeah, in the yeah, office.
1: Yeah. Fuzzy Muffin. <laughs> How about you, you got any? Well, I actually, I... I, oh, I have I, a
0: million I, nicknames. I
1: call you, your, your middle name, gets morphed mm. a little mm-hmm. bit right? my middle
0: name is Rena, mm-hmm. which for anyone who's not familiar that means queen mm-hmm. so so i call you queenie yes a lot i i quite enjoy that one i'm, I'm cool with that queenie. or riri. 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 I call yeah, riri. Riri. riri
1: sometimes yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mm-hmm. take that from uh, one of my nieces uh, best friends uh, we used to call her riri and uh, um, and so it's, she's a great kid, and well, gosh, she's a woman now, but uh, <laughs> you know, I still think of her as seven, seven years old. Oh, my gosh. But,
0: uh, yeah, so, I like both those nicknames. Yeah. I'm cool with those. Do you have
1: any nicknames that were thrown, thrust upon you that you. Oh, didn't...
0: my gosh. So many. <laughs> well, one of my friends in middle school called me Emu, like the bird, that really hideous, ugly. Yeah, bird yeah. and she liked it I just I just didn't like it I think it sounded well, the minute you describe
1: something as hideous and ugly <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's obviously not good yeah so um no we could do a whole podcast on the nicknames yes. of Emma Arena Miller that's right. <laughs> There are many. But yeah, so getting a, a little bit more substantive and thinking about this, the common argument that we have in our office of you can't choose your own nicknames, what about the words that we do choose to describe ourselves um, kind of on a regular daily basis, maybe not even intentionally? Um, do, those, do those matter?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think a lot of times um, those ways of describing ourselves tell us maybe more than they tell other people how we see ourselves. Mm-hmm. So if we're talking about self-image, uh, just by our response to the question, how's it going or how are you, you know, um, I, I think the words that, that most come out of our mouths right away are within the first couple sentences. And it dawned on me uh, a number of years ago. I was, I was embarrassed by the fact that um, I, I, I started noticing that my mom, when I would, when I would talk to her on the phone, I would, I would hear her say things like, I know you're, you're so busy.
0: Hmm. I know
1: you're so busy. And, and so I, I started to say, how does she know I'm so busy? And how does Mm -hmm. she know I'm so busy that she feels somehow as if
0: burdensome, but like
1: she can't talk to me because, Mm -hmm. because I'm so busy that man, that's a message that I've obviously been communicating about myself that I, I see myself as a busy guy. I see myself as and I, I and is that my image of myself? You know, is that mm-hmm. and is that the first thing that I want to communicate about myself that yeah. I'm busy? And oftentimes I think busyness equals important. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I can if I can keep busy, well then I must be important and then I must be on a deeper level. That must mean I have meaning and that I'm good mm-hmm. and that I'm worth something. And I, And so I think um, listening to ourselves, how we describe ourselves I, on this campus, you know, if, if we could give a nickname, you know, for it, you know, it's just there's one word, you know, that I think. What would you think would be the one word that everyone uses?
0: What, stress? Stress, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But as you're saying this, I'm like mentally going through a checklist like, oh, my gosh, do I? Like my loved ones... Uh, do I use that language with them? Do I make it hard for them to feel like they can reach out to me right. <laughs> because I'm using this type of language? Oh, that's... Hmm. Sure. And I Don't mean, it's, it's the two-edged
1: sword. The one is, is the way it communicates to others and, and may put them off. Mm-hmm. But the other is, what is that really saying to me about me, you know, about my own image of myself and do I have to validate myself worth mm-hmm. By this image that I have of myself, mm-hmm. and I think that's the that's the tougher nut. And mm-hmm. and to me, it's less about modifying the language I use to describe myself, and it's more about becoming more comfortable with who I really am, with what what you know, and not just you know, self image is even that phrase yeah. is a little bit um, misleading because it it almost. Um, Suggests like a, a representation of myself mm-hmm. that may not be the true self You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so my my image of myself is the image of myself and who I really am are they the same? That's I think the the life mm-hmm. question and I don't you know I don't think that 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 gets answered at age 22 or age 42 or age 82 I think you, you're con We all of us are constantly Reflecting on that mm-hmm. I think
0: hmm Mm, that's a lot of food for thought for me personally. I'm gonna, I wish I had a notebook with me right now. So well, I you can
1: listen to the podcast. That's so true. I, can, I can just
0: listen <laughs> to us. <laughs> um, but yeah, before we go on, can we just define self-image for our listeners yeah, and for me?
1: <laughs> that's uh, No, and for me too. I, I, I think the the definition um, probably uh, is best rooted in uh, our belief about who we are as created in the image and likeness of god Mm -hmm. you know that when i begin to appreciate that who i am is directly a reflection of who god is wow that that it blows my mind in a lot of way a lot of ways it takes the pressure off Mm -hmm. you know in so many ways i don't have to prove my worth i don't have to prove my goodness i don't have to i don't have to show you who i am Mm -hmm. I know that I'm created in God's image and that there's beauty and goodness and holiness in the way God has created me. This particular man with these particular features and, and this particular body, you know, and, and, and there's, there's holiness and goodness in that. And, uh, and, and the more that I reflect on that, the more at peace I become with myself and therefore. I'm less guarded about you coming to know who I really mm. am, because I'm comfortable with the God who's created me, mm-hmm. you know, and created me to be in His His likeness and His image, yeah. you know,
0: and comfortable knowing and accepting who you you are yourself Absolutely. too. Gosh, Absolutely. I I see that very often. Since who can't even come to terms, don't don't even want to look inward very much to figure out who they really are because they're afraid of what they might find. But when you've got this, when you've got it in the context of you are who who God created you to be, and that doesn't mean you don't strive for improvement in certain areas, but being comfortable with.
1: Sure. At the same time, recognizing that my brokenness, mm-hmm. which is a part of who I am, is not, you know, was not part of the divine plan, <laughs> you know, and so I'm not exalting that. Yes. I'm recognizing, in fact, just the opposite, that I my there is healing mm-hmm. as well for the brokenness that is me and, and that healing I find in 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 God's image as well and mm-hmm. so um, it, it's not some big you know cover up of or you know just whitewash of of uh, of who I am it's rather an honest acknowledgement of uh, of this is my reality. In all of its goodness and all of its holiness, and also in all of its brokenness, mm-hmm. and and gosh, if I can be honest with myself about my own yeah. brokenness, all the more I can be accepting and loving of you and yours. You Absolutely. know, because now it's not, you know, it's less less competition and 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 uh, and more about um, being together
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the journey rather than uh, exalting myself.
0: Mm-hmm. And thank goodness for the sacrament of reconciliation, <laughs> right exactly, <laughs> As you exactly. come to terms with sure. your personal brokenness <laughs> sure. um but yeah, talking about that that's such an this idea of our self image um being rooted uh in in Jesus and our relationship with with God is so counter to the way um i, I like I thought about myself as a student at Duke mm-hmm. it was yeah. um. I felt like so many of my peers and even my best friends, who uh, you know, I think we were open and vulnerable with each other, but still, maybe only about certain types of topics, and um, there was definitely a pressure to to look like you had it all together, like you were on top of all your stuff, while also being like the busiest person ever, and I just I did not feel like that at all, um, yeah. and so I felt very out of place as a student often. Um, so I just, I think a place like Duke is, is hard to flip that switch um, on how you, where you get your self-worth and how you, you think about yourself. Um, have you experienced that with students?
1: No, absolutely. I, I, I agree. I think um, there's, there's such a competitive spirit in the air that uh, too often um, my image of myself is in relationship to where I see myself. Um, you know sort of versus all of you Mm -hmm. you know and that anytime we start going down that competitive road to try and better understand ourselves I'm not sure I think it's a dead end Mm -hmm. you know and I I think we'll constantly find ourselves uh, drifting without any rootedness because I if I'm if I'm constantly trying to compare myself to this person or that what's what's the the proper comparison like we're where does that where do I ever then say ah okay this is it's in relationship to her to him that I really get my meaning yeah I, I just think that there's a there's a duality there that that's just not that's not at the heart of of who we are and you know hey I, I remember i my, my own time in life at the same age when imagine this is in the seminary where if if you know, if you're competing here for grades and, and uh, you know, different kinds of internships and, you know, what's the next grad school and all that, mm-hmm. like in the seminary, it was all about holiness, you know, like...
0: Oh, gosh, that sounds that? super isn't, isn't disordered. That a, isn't that,
1: like, bizarre? <laughs> and and maybe this was just me. I should probably get some of my old seminary classmates. But, you know, I felt this sort of sense of I'm not as holy as they are mm-hmm. and or how can I then show that I'm as holy or holier, you know, and, and just trying, it was all in comparison. And that's such a dead end. I'll never forget, um, like my first week in the seminary, we were, my classmate, there were 23 of us in our class and we were all sitting, uh, in this room and we were going around sharing our, our vocation stories. And I was the youngest one in the class. And that's, that's the order they went in Mm -hmm. for some reason. So I was the last one to talk and listening to all these other guys tell these like super saintly spiritual stories about their you know their religious vocation and i'm sitting there saying what am i doing in this room Mm, you're like i I, my image of myself by the end of that conversation was i don't deserve to be here right and so Mm -hmm. i tell my pretty ordinary very not you know not worthy of a movie very (laughs) bland story Feeling like I was nothing, you know? The irony is, of the 23 of us, you know, there are only five of us left. Like, most of those great holy stories are married with Uh, kids and doing other things. And that's not to say, like, I'm better than them. I'm not saying that. I'm just simply saying that in that moment when my view of myself was all in relationship to how they viewed themselves, it was a downer rather than a celebration of this is my life this Mm -hmm. is how god's touched me and and i think our students here they're headed for a similar dead end if all if the only way that they understand themselves is in is in some sort of competition with everyone else
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that's really interesting as you as you talk about this competition for holiness um
1: and don't we even see that amongst our students too yeah
0: it makes me worried that um maybe some of the students who feel like since they don't come to Tuesday night dinner or holy hour or whatever that they can't they wouldn't have anything to contribute like in a small group atmosphere or on retreats and I all that that makes me sad um
1: no I agree I mean it's a big church and every single person on this planet uh, is embraced within it and for any of our students who who feel like they're image of themselves doesn't live up to the standard of the church such that they can't be a part no no that 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 is just not the message of jesus christ you know his his church is open to all all of us brilliant the holy saints the wonderful people and the tremendous sinners and and whomever else you know all, everyone you know and so yeah. there's not there's no there's no litmus test mm-hmm. you know come on in come on in you don't have to prove your self-image in christ mm-hmm. you were made in the image and likeness of god
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to have the right words. Right. You don't have to be an awesome prayer like Father Mike. You don't have to <laughs> you can bubble through your prayers like me if you guys had heard the prayer before we started this podcast. He was very eloquent. I was, was I was, was, I was real down home. Oh no, you were great. But, <laughs> Yes, thank you. Uh lastly, I wanna touch on uh, there are like, you know, there's I don't wanna say new age, but it's like it's cool to think about um your personal value and how you think about yourself now so there are lots of articles out there about self-image and self-worth but I feel like they're all very inwardly focused which as I um as we're talking here I feel like that is not not the case for how we as as Catholics and Christians are called to think about our self-image um not so me 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 so what are some uh maybe practical tips or ideas for ways that we can uh, retool our idea of self image this this lent uh, and maybe change that up a little bit.
1: No, great question, and great reflection. I think um self is, is I I think true self image is not first and foremost about chiseling out the most uniqueness, the, the greatest, you know, dimension of uniqueness of me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I am unique. You are unique. Absolutely. But when that becomes the the driver, mm-hmm. it ends up having as its end a, a very solitary road, you know, where I am so unique that I I really um, I'm not sure I can connect with you or anybody else mm-hmm. because that's how unique my image of myself is. Yeah, you can't sure. understand. Me. Right. I can't. You can't. You can never understand me to, to be able to connect. I think if we go back to that concept of the image of God, that where we find our unity Mm. is in God, Mm -hmm. you know, that in the creator that's made us all, that where we can all see not only ourselves, but each other, you know, and so Mm -hmm. when I see you, I see God, Mm -hmm. you know, and so that, I think, is where true self-image is, should be directed, is more at can i understand myself better so that i can also appreciate the uniqueness of you and the mm-hmm. beauty of you because i see god in you the way i see god in myself mm-hmm. and so for those for whom god is not a reality in their lives i'm i'm talking gibberish here and i'll never connect with you fully ever because what what would what would connect us i'm that unique you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so i think that's where sometimes the the culture finds itself at a loss because Mm it it can't connect the dots it can't uh, it can't supply the 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 glue that truly brings humanity and all of creation together as one Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's all only done by the creator of us all so let us uh, this Lent find ways to deny ourselves a little bit and think about that you know that's not in the language of you know the the, the culture that's talking about exalting the self-image, you mm-hmm. know, to deny oneself is seen as anathema you yeah. know, to, in, in that culture. But rather to deny myself, there you have to be comfortable with yourself. You have to accept yourself mm-hmm. to say, I can be less so that others can be more, mm-hmm. so that I can give of myself more to others. And to me, that's the heart of the penitential practice mm-hmm. is to say, let me not make it all about me. Let me make it about others, and in particular, the way in which I give myself to the least fortunate, mm-hmm. the people who are on the margins the most. So I think Lent is a, is a perfect time to um, to explore self-image in ways that are healthy and holy and good, and that uh, allow us to unite more with those who are very different from us, but also very connected to us.
0: hmm. Awesome. Thank you, Father Mike. No, thank you, Emma. Um, I Queenie. Think... <laughs> That's right. We can, we can just call me that for the rest of this podcast series. <laughs> um, and I think uh, that's a great reflection on, on how to think about this through Lent. But, I, you know, there's so many different ways to, uh, for our students to think about uh, tweaking the way they think about self-image over these 40 days. So we'd love to hear from any and all of our listeners about what you might be doing um, to sacrifice as it, as it pertains to self-image uh, this Lent. So I, I encourage you, just shoot me an email at erm13 at duke.edu. We would love to hear uh, from you what you guys are doing. And thank you for joining us on this latest episode of Friarside Chats.
1: For more information about the ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit us at catholic.duke.edu. Fireside Chats is supported by many generous donors, students, parents, alumni, and friends of Duke just like you. To learn how you can support Fireside Chats or any ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit catholic.duke.edu support.
0: Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us. Have
1: a great day. Thank you.
0: to take a drink until we just start. (laughs) Quietly. (laughs) Okay, here we go.